Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Andre, the Well, I'll say it, damn it. It's the best sports and recreation podcast in the world. It's called Cheap Heat. My name is Peter Rosenberg, but more importantly, we have the man. I like delicious chicken. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I have Sean top 10. It's professional wrestling. He can't get past a guy who's just shady. Thanks for nothing, Shaq. People buy replica belts all the time. Stat guy Greg is here. Like the introduction. And then on top of that, we everyone gets excited for this because it's... Major. It's... Mage. It's... The majesty. It's... Male. Dipperstein is here as well. I'm here a hundred percent. You're you're a regular adjacent. I am regular adjacent at this point, right? You're right. on you're on like every couple months. Do I'm we, feeling do great. We all about have this. a five timers jacket. But, yeah, you would get a five timers jacket. <laughs> five time, 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 five time. Um, See, it's managing, it's managing manager of general. Excuse me. <laughs> so it's February, man. You I laughed into the microphone this time. Yeah, there you go. You're not you're not looking away and laughing. Um, the other thing he does is looks away when Greg makes a point that when Greg's not here and Greg's on on the phone and you say something that he thinks is psychotic, he looks away from the microphone and goes, "What is he talking about?" You gotta say it into the now microphone. you can say it right into the microphone. Do I do it as Jewy as that with like the with the elbow with the, with the, the do it the way you do the it the whole thing? Like uh, what is he talking about? Um, so, anyways, there's a lot to get to uh, this week. Dipperstein has lots of complaints galore. Um, Greg, I, Greg has a notepad. I have notes. Yeah, I have notes. And I have a special, uh, I have something that Greg's, Greg needs desperately. Here it comes. Ready? Here we go. What did he reach into? Uh, uh, did you know what this is? <laughs> Throw it over to him. Afrin, no drip. I don't need <laughs> the physically congested. <laughs> he's congested a hundred percent. The man cannot breathe. You think the man can't breathe. You think every week he's congested. He's very congested. Are you congested sorry. right now? Yeah, one hundred percent. Can you can you hold on? Say something to the microphone. Like like say, unique New York. Take a take a else. whiff of that Afrin, and then, and then I want you to say something. Then take a whiff of the There's Afrin. No, take a whiff. I'm, I'm taking no Afrin. Why would I you bought not? it for you? Why would you not try it? That was twelve ninety five. This this was twelve ninety five. This is what three ounces? Well, well, hold on. Are you anti Afrin? Half an ounce. I'm, I've been taking Afrin every day for twenty five years. I'm just not gonna put this up my nose and just. Well, have you ever done it before? I've done. I did. Um, Flonase gave me a terrible head. Like the we, worst. We just try. We just try saying the words. I did Flonase one more time after trying it. Come on, <laughs> no, Greg. No, I'm not gonna walk out of here with a headache. This would be good content for our <laughs> listeners. But you, it's not gonna give you a headache. You lose taste buds though. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not messed with that. You do, but I appreciate the. Uh, oh. I'm concerned for your health, your septum, your your sinuses. <laughs> I'm so sad he's not going to use it. I, I almost want to use it. And I'm not congested. I sound. I sound beautiful. I'm going to give it to him. He's going to. Maybe you'll think about it later. Yeah. Right. So I, I'll keep it. I'll, I'll keep it over here. That, well, of course you'll keep it. You got it for free. Um, SGG, outside the ring, a lot to discuss. No. Um. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. What I'll, do you What do you got say, for us? So the XFL announced that they uh, they hired their first coach slash GM. His name is Bob Stoops. Uh, Eighteen years as head coach of Oklahoma. Bob Stoops is mage. He is a huge player in college football. Him, him he just left Oklahoma. This is a big, big hire. Straight, I, I know exactly who this guy is. Straight to no, the you don't. XFL I have no clue. to coach 
their Dallas team. I'll tell you something. Excuse me. Do you need the aspirin? No. <coughs> Excuse me. I'll tell you something that's amazing about huh. Bob Stoops. There's a boa constrictor around your neck. I just got randomly choked up. I apologize. You have a dollar bill in your mouth. <laughs> you can take that dollar bill out of your mouth. I need a sip of water. Hold on. I feel great. Um, the interesting thing I find about the XFL right now is that the the other league, the Ebersol-run league, which I think is such an amazing story that Ebersol's son is competing with Vince. I think it's such a – I mean, if it, that's crazy stuff. I mean, if Dipperstein hates CM Punk, I can't imagine how you feel about Dick Ebersol's son. Oh my God. Starting a league to compete against Vince. It really keeps me up at night and, thinking about this. Well, this, his league starts this weekend on oh. Saturday oh. and it's actually airing on CBS. Oh. They promoted it during the Super Bowl. What? And yet there's more news on the XFL. Which is not starting up until 2020. For a year. Yeah. It's starting a year from now. This one starts this weekend and yet everyone's talking about. So, Bob Stoops to the XFL. All right, what else do you got, SGG? How about something in wrestling? We were just talking about this. Uh, Pat McAfee yes. signed a multi-year deal with the WWE. Yeah, I am, I am not surprised by this. Since the first time I saw McAfee show up on the kickoff shows, I could tell that his gig was not the same as me and Sam's. I could tell right from the very beginning that he is there to be a character not there to be a broadcaster who's talking about wrestling. He's there to be a character. He turned up from the second he showed up. I got to tell you, he's pretty good, too. Um, he knows how to do it. I don't know what capacity. I'm predicting and making this up. Uh, I'm not close with him. Um, I'm predicting general manager of NXT. That's what I'm. She is managing, as managing manager of general. Excuse me. That's my prediction. I think, uh, I think we're looking at like a Harvey Whippleman type gimmick for McAfee. What are your thoughts? It, it would be very different stylistically than Whippleman. No. Physically, he's much different. Professional I athlete. I see, when I see McAfee. I think he's going to be down there training if he hasn't already and take bumps. I see Whippleman. You when think I he's going to get in the ring? I'm not saying he's going to get in the ring as a wrestler, but he's too big and athletic that if he talks trash, he's got to take bumps. Okay. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's already been at the training center. I'm making all of this up. I haven't <laughs> talked to Sam about this. I haven't talked to anyone about this, but that's my personal prediction. Here's my situation. I don't barely even know who he is. Okay, He was a punter in the NFL, and he I, has the NXT kickoff shows. I know that, but I mean, that's all I know. I mean, what do I... So congrats, though. A multi-year deal to do something or other, whatever that will be. Congrats. Will be. See it, Mania. SGG, what else you got? So one of the wrestlers from Lucha Underground... Um. I want to get his name. King Queno filed a lawsuit. I'm a, I'm a big Queno guy. Against <laughs> biggest Queno guy in the business today. He filed a lawsuit against the producers, um, and I believe the L. Ray Network, basically trying to get out of the deal. And um, this broke on Pro Wrestling Sheet, and the gist of it is basically that um, Lucha Ground, Lucha Underground, has their wrestlers in these terrible contracts. Um, they don't get paid enough, but also, when they're under contract, they can't really work anywhere else. And I think the number I saw floating around um, was that these people make 
about $4,000 for the year. What? Doing Lucha Underground. What? That's good, that's good money. <laughs> to you and me. Wow. That's not good. No. And so like he How many shows does that mean you work though? Not a lot because remember they do like a season and then they go off off the air. But they can't do anything else? You're locked into a deal where you're making $4,000 a year? Shout out to MVP who brought me to a, a Lucha Underground show and really showed me the ropes over there. Was that it? That was that was that was a name drop. Shout out to MVP. Do we have the bell? Yeah. Do we still have the bell when you put yourself over? I'll give I'll do, I'll use this bell. I guess who introduced me to MVP? Me. Yeah, confirmed. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Guess I introduced everyone to every wrestler. Like everyone is Mark Henry's best friend now. I, I'm I'm Mark. I'm the Mark. He likes me. He loves you. Yeah. So how did you get in, get like introduced to Mark Henry? It's a great question. Mark Henry, he was at my wedding, by the way. Um, play that, play that, play that. Okay, there you go. Uh, I believe, I believe it was an interview. No. It was probably originally from MVP. Oh. And then at a WrestleMania after party many, many years ago that I don't even know how I would have gotten invited to because it was pre-being friends with Mark Henry. So I'm guessing MVP invited me. I ended up just sitting around with Mark. I believe that's how it happened. And I really don't have a good – this is why I, I'm no Bruce Pritchard. That I, shows how good friends you are though. Yeah, I don't remember. Because if you ask somebody like how did you meet so-and-so and they're like you go way back – you have no idea. Uh, yeah, I, uh, you don't know what that first interaction That's true, like. by the way. That's a good observation. Well, but I'm good friends with both of you, and I know exactly how I met you both. I know exactly how I met you. It's a viso. Because those are good stories, though. They weren't just like, oh, we were sitting by around the way, by the way, in the cafeteria. This, we don't have to tell the story how we met, but it is a great story that I tell people all the time. Popular. Tell, tell our listeners right now. I, they haven't heard the story before? That's crazy. Well, yeah, I'm sorry I don't remember how I met Mark, but it was a very long time ago. Um, and him and MVP were the only two professional wrestlers at, my, at the Rosenberg wedding, but... um. Dipperstein and I met uh, backstage when I was hosting Rock the Bells. Correct. Dipperstein was there with his then colleague, Caroline, and my my brother was talking to Caroline. I had met Caroline a bunch of times, and Nick was like, hey, you know, you should kind of talk to these people. They're at ICM. Like, maybe you could, you know, get a get an agent. So, And Caroline points to you. She pulls me aside and she points to you who on the stage. As if and, I was the WrestleMania sign. And <laughs> pretty much. It was a very similar point. And she says, You gotta meet you know, you gotta meet that guy. He's you. You're gonna love that guy. But that's what she said? She's like, Do you know who Peter Rosenberg is? I'm like, Nee. Hey, you didn't know, did you? I knew a Jace. You knew, a Jace. Oh, that means yeah. not at all. I knew a Jace. No, I know. knew a Jace. It means you knew on this. You would have stopped that, Jace. This is no. <laughs> Thank you, Paul, Peter Rosenberg, whatever your name is. <laughs> Peter Rosenberg. To um, Thank Finish you. this story. So we ended up talking. I remember where we were standing. Me too. Wow, this is getting very strange. We were standing like outside the backstage area, yeah. near like the buses. Yes. And I remember because it was right around the time that my brother, who's a great lawyer, but as a manager, has no aggressive skill when it comes to, like, handling getting money. It was right after I sent my – I was like, Nick, I need to get paid so I can leave. And he he, he walked on the bus he, to get – to like where, like, the, the people were set up to pay. And he, and he, he literally – he might have walked off the bus one second later. Like, the door opened <laughs> – 
and then opens again and he walks out and he's like, I, I forgot your paperwork. I have nothing. <laughs> Something like that. I was like, oh, thank you. Uh, so anyways, I, I was talking to Dipperstein, just chatting up and he looks down and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. Is that a, is that a Jake the Snake Roberts watch you're wearing? And I was like, oh, oh yes, it is. I'm into, uh, I'm really into wrestling. And he's like, I am also into wrestling. I was like, you mean like, you know, Hulk Hogan and uh, <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. And, Don't degrade the champion at any time. <laughs> and uh, he's, we, we, we agreed that was the same kind of wrestling that we were into. Yeah. And a big conversation started. And that was basically it. That was it. So but it was, it was, if you were not wearing that watch, there's a very good chance. Everything changes. Yes. Honestly, because we, maybe we talk about hip hop and still become friends, but the watch mm. was it. That was the watch. Do you still have the watch? I haven't seen that. No, I have in the a watch. Long time. Oh, I've got the watch. Why did you ask him? Like Hulk? Did you think he was talking about like collegiate? I was wrestling? joking. I mean, should we put that watch in a glass case at Access this year? It's a very good point. It should be there. What are your thoughts on that? That would that would be made. The Peter Rosenberg exhibit. I that would be made. Yeah, we you should can sit down and do an ex- a segment of Bring it to the Table with uh, Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> <laughs> the Bring It to the Table set. <laughs> yeah. The watch. A, the the a bear sculpture. <laughs> yeah, a bronze mm. bronze bear. Um. So yeah, that's that story. Uh, SGGR. What else you got? Speaking of access, they announced that it's going to be our prayers oh, have been answered. Good news for it's everyone. Be at Brooklyn. Great news. This year, are they going to put a tent? Are they going to tent it? How are they going to no, do it's, that? It's at the pier. What does that mean? The pier they have is, the enclosures at the pier. Though. Yeah, there's yeah. there's enclosures. So it'll okay, be enclosed. Let me, let me tell you something. Here we go. Let me tell you something. Okay. I don't care where it is. Once you get in that building, it, it it's a it's a convention center. You know, they make it's, it. They make up the room. It's same every single year. No, but it's such a big deal that it's not in, in New Jersey, Jersey by the yeah. stadium. Getting in there is fine. Getting to the place now it, it makes it much easier to spend your whole weekend in Brooklyn, except Mania. I was watching. Um, That's the interesting part, is though, is that oh. still everyone has to make the trip to the stadium. Yeah. So if, if you uh-huh. come to New York and you stay in Brooklyn for the weekend. MetLife is far, but public transportation will get you there pretty quick, though. So you're you're going to take the subway. Who's taking public transportation? We're, taking, black, with we're taking cars. No, a lot of people. You will, are, be jam- you will be in traffic like two hours. It's a, it's a two hour trip. I, I mean, it, it could be repug. And if you take the train, you'll probably get there in an hour. It's 30. it's 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 an interesting situation in that regard because I'm not happy about it. I can't wait for Orlando again. You have to get for, Orlando is <laughs> tremendous. You have to get Heaven from on Earth. You have to get from Brooklyn to the city which and, and, if, if the tra- if the MTA is on point which I'm not going to lie that's like 50-50. If you're staying near the Barclays Center, you can get You have the ahead. you have the 2-3 Express which will get you to Penn Station in like 15-18 minutes. Yeah. It's not bad at you'll all. You'll tell me what to do. I mean, you'll what take, I don't know what to do. You'll take it you'll take the express train to Penn. A lot of people actually need to write this down. Yeah, you please. You're going to take you're going to take the train the two three to Penn Station, and then you're going to take what NJ Transit. Yep. And there's a line that'll go right to MetLife Stadium, and you can walk out. and that And that ride is probably like 20 minutes top. So it's not that bad no. from public transportation, but from a driving standpoint, I mean, all the locals, the, the parking lot will be packed with locals. Yeah. But for the people in town, it's a it's a different sort of situation. If you're in town and you're renting the car and you're planning on driving. Just have like a nice playlist. Listen to Cheap Heat. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll, oh, they'll be. You know what? You'll have that weekend's Cheap Heat spectacular from WrestleMania. To listen to. You have two this hours of Cheap Heat. You pop it in and you'll drive all the way with it. Shouldn't instead of like the like the HOV line, there should be like the Mage oh. line, like for only Mage people. It's a really, it's a really. What are your thought? The MAJ line. 
Mage, and then I, and then one more lane. I was I, let me tell you, I was watching uh, this new <laughs> soup, the new there. Superstars episodes, which is I mean literally if you could define my childhood in one show, nineteen ninety one Superstars. It, it's ninety two. I mean ninety one or ninety two, but the ninety two ones are airing. The access for WrestleMania eight was a a <laughs> contest. <laughs> this is unbelievable. It was a first of all there was a a karaoke with. Was it? It was the Mountie and the Nasty Boys and uh, Jimmy Hart all doing like karaoke with fans, and then there was a lookalike contest, like a, a superstar lookalike contest, and the guy that looked like Paul Bearer won, and it was at like at the mall. I think I remember that, was that access dude. back then. When they when you randomly watch old episodes and they show you clips of what Access was, oh, it was so small, it was, not- it was such a different thing. I mean, in some ways, it was made. There was cause... a brunch. There was like a little. Yeah, brunch, oh yeah, like was dance, it bicep so... and body slams? Oh, you know, brunch. I mean, it was. There were twelve people there. Every, <laughs> everyone sampled Ico Pro. Yeah, everyone got a nice sample of Ico Pro. All right, what else SGG? So we know about Access. So the last thing that I have is um, there was some Hall of Fame rumors floating around. It's, 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 this is late, by the way, for no Hall of Fame uh, inductions. Supposedly, the Hart Foundation is uh, heavily rumored to go in this year. Uh, the tag team, not the faction. So it'll be Jimmy Hart, Jim the Anvil, Night Hart, and Bret Hart going in as a as a tag team, and mm. not. How do you feel about that? I mean, I don't, is that worthy? I mean, of course it's worthy, but you know. Bret Hart, don't Bret Hart, you know the Bret Hart, that guy. He's don't a, pull he's a Sam Roberts. Don't pull a Sam Roberts. That guy, on us. Bret don't, Hart. Don't say it's not Hall of Fame. SGG, that guy, that guy, Bret Hart. He never did anything great. He did everything uh, great. He never the, did anything great. He's the greatest professional wrestler. Bret Hart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. I got to tell you, Hart Foundation belongs in. You know, I don't feel that way about Bret Hart. You know, I love Bret Hart. You don't and think I, what? I said that to um, get a pop to get out of drop. SGG. No, I know you don't think that. Of course. God forbid. Um, and the Hart Foundation should be in. Yeah. And it's the year Neidhart passed away and Natty would induct him and it would be great. That's yeah. a, that's a great, yeah. Or, uh, that's a great call. Or it could just be him. That's fine. It could just be him. I, I saying, believe Jimmy Hart and Bret Hart are both in individually too. They are. You so. think Batista is like deserving of a headline though, if it happens? Is that what they're saying? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, right? I mean, yeah. Too soon. I like Batista, but you can't do that. It's too, too soon. soon. It's too soon. In Save twenty Batista. years, you can do it. That's a little long, but uh, uh, thirty <laughs> years, uh, yeah, forty years. <laughs> I want Batista. Batista should look like Bill Watts when he was inducted. I know. No, um, I, I Batista's too soon. He I should, like when they go up there and be, they're old. He should yeah. be in WrestleMania. He, he should be performing this year. He shouldn't be inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, that's true. What else? Anyone else? That was it. No. Well, they're saying Taker. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah. So, well, that has to lead us to a big rumor that's out there. Oh, I saw this, too. The Undertaker changed his Twitter bio, took off any association with WWE, added a bookings thing, and has been announced that he's actually doing a couple of events, not wrestling, but appearing at wrestling events unaffiliated to WWE. I have a whole spiel about this for today. So, well, this, well, guess what? This would be the is time. Is this the time? This, this is, well, the music's playing. It's time. This the fact my, that I found this classical version of it and played all the time. It's so amazing. It's the, it's the most major thing about this podcast. Continue. We're the only ones doing this. We are the only ones who play this version. I truly believe this, and I, I mean this. No matter how old he gets, and no matter how unable to wrestle he is, if he is not there in any capacity, it's not WrestleMania. And that is how I feel. 
he needs to be there. You, he he needs to he needs to appear in some way. He needs to cost someone a match. He needs to accompany someone to the ring. He needs to make some kind of surprise appearance. And just like the sixteen that come before you at Wrestle tw- at WrestleMania twenty five. So mean, so mean to him, <laughs> to Mark Calloway. That's that's why he needs to stay home and enjoy Can, it. Wow, you don't like think? Let me ask you a question. You don't think he should be there at all? If they induct him, of course, come it, and do the whole thing. But like, I don't think we need him. How could in, you say that? In like a capacity of a match. Because. No, not in a capacity of a match. Who cares? You don't need them in a match. Who cares what the them? matches look like? By the way, Braun Strowman has no storyline going up to WrestleMania. Can we get some kind of stupid match between the two of them? No, because it's going to be a stupid match. Between him and, it'll be a stupid match anyway, regardless between him and Drew McIntyre. If that's what happens. But at least it'll be competitive though. I don't want to see The Undertaker like take two years to go down the ramp and then give us a match where he's giving it his all. But then it looks like he's half-assing it because he's just so washed. And then win or lose, take another three years to go back down the ramp. Undertaker's appearance adds 45 minutes to WrestleMania that we don't need. Wow. That is a good point about how much time it adds. Who cares? You but don't want I, to see The Undertaker at WrestleMania? I, that's the thing, though. I, we ha- I, we've seen The Undertaker at WrestleMania like, what is it, 20, 23 times? Oh, God. This guy. And the last couple, the last couple were like, I mean, they weren't that great. I know, but... Who, you need it to look great. Who cares? I, I, I do, I, How do you want to remember him, though? Can you I want split to remember the him? Like can I split the, off? Can I split the difference between you guys? I think he should be there in some capacity. I agree. The moment with the lights out and the flames and everything is part of WrestleMania. I think the matches are over. Fine. Matches, I said that he needs to make it. And let me tell you something. In the beginning, he took even longer to walk to the ring. Remember how slow he was in the beginning? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Every single but move those ramps took were shorter forever. though. Like, These I, weren't football stadiums. They were in like they were. I, I have Hartford the I have the center. easiest I have the easiest way to do this. Easiest way to do Just it. Just put him on one of those carts. Uh, on, on, like uh, in my bar mitzvah. Uh, That's amazing. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. When it gets down to the last guy and you think he's won, <laughs> lights go out, flames go up. <laughs> he appears in the ring. He clotheslines the guy out. He wins the battle royal. Good night and good luck. Everyone goes home. Perfect. That's it. See you there. I'll take that. Who? No one cares who wins the battle royal. And under why it's we, no one notices that there's one. They're one man short in the battle royal. Maybe they mention the. Who would notice they're one man short? No one Might in the arena would. But, like but someone, one of the announcers, could say, "Oh, there's only X amount of people." Oh well, wonder what that's about. And then when it gets down, one person thinks he, you know, whoever it is, Zack Ryder or whatever person <laughs> thinks they want. Kurt Hawkins finally thinks he got his win. And then The Undertaker appears, clotheslines him out, gets the celebration, everyone cheer. You don't need anything crazy, but I do agree that not having him there would be weird. And I just can't help but think that the idea that his relationship with the company all of a sudden just ended so he can take indie bookings. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm no. not. Nope. No. Don't buy it. Yeah, he's not appearing at Pro Wrestling Syndicate in Rawway. I'm sorry. I just don't see it happening. You know he's going to All Elite. And I don't see that happening either. Ooh, that would be mage, though. That's not happening. (laughs) Can you imagine? Just a big, fat Undertaker just... Can you imagine Vince McMahon's response if Undertaker showed up at AEW? He would laugh just like the rest of us. What is he going to do? Oh, my gosh, Greg. Your disrespect for the Undertaker is... It's it's not disrespect, but I mean, mean, come on. It's not right. Come on. I don't like it. I mean, come on. And and honestly, WrestleMania, it's it's gonna have to roll on. Like he's been at twenty three of the last thirty five. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Exactly. That's what you mean. American badass. <laughs> no, I mean. Yeah, by the way, do the whole thing. 
with the flames and the and the and the the darkness. But he comes out on the motorcycle. He comes out on the motorcycle. Done. The, these days, knowing him, he'd spin out, he'd crash into the bottom, he'd <laughs> yeah. pull a tight as O'Neill under the ring. No respect. You just no see respect. you just see the wheel sticking out. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so but that is very interesting about the Undertaker. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if he actually does go into the Hall of Fame. But um, I, I kind of want to email and see what what's the cost to get Undertaker to show up to something. What do you think it is? I bet you it's a hundred. No. You think more? Less. I think less. No way. Less. No way. He's a wrestler. No chance. He's still a, he's, in hell. He's still a pro wrestler, dude. Yeah. It's 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 twenty five k. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's the, that economy is topping out at probably like around. Let me there. tell you, something. it costs twenty five thousand to get Peter Rosenberg at your event. <laughs> How could it cost the Undertaker? Because oh, Peter Rosenberg is the most mage man in sports entertainment and sports entertainment. Thank you. It's the okay? best line in the business. But and that so Undertaker's already. Worth the third of what Peter Rosenberg Thank is at his best. Thank I can't. I, by the way, I can't and disagree with this. He's not at his best right now. I love you both. Uh, by the way, speaking of people who are not paying me twenty five thousand dollars, but I will be next Friday night at the celebrity game, the NBA celebrity game on ESPN. I will be an analyst. Uh, I will be roaming around like Booger McFarlane and Jace with a microphone <laughs> talking to people. So turn on ESPN next Friday night, seven o'clock at the celeb game, and have some fun there. Um, I, dip, you're wrong. 100K is crazy. No wrestler's ever been paid 100K by anyone except Vince McMahon. Uh, no, uh, I would like to place a, a legitimate bet the on Saudi this. Prince probably. Yeah, the Saudi. Yeah, yeah, the Saudi Prince. Nope. I'll put 20 bucks that he cost 100 grand to appear at. I'm not talking about an autograph signing. I'm talking about. He's coming to the ring. He's cutting a promo. He's doing the whole gimmick. Yes. Hundred thousand. Well, I don't even think anyone has the capability to do it. Yeah, he might be asking for a hundred thousand. I don't think he's getting a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Who would be able to pay that? Except for AEW would be able to pay it. So, I mean, if they wanted to okay, do that, if you want Undertaker to show up at your kid's bar mitzvah, it's a hundred thousand bucks. You're out of your. And guess how many bar mitzvahs do you he's know, doing at that? You know price? how mage he is. Zero. Yeah, but dip you're, to you're, us. Dip. That's an insane thought. A hundred. A hundred thousand. I'm just saying the number that I would bet. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a different story. A hundred thousand. You get the Migos to perform at your bar mitzvah. Maybe offset. No, I think you're getting Quavo. You're getting Quavo for a hundred grand? I think so. The truth is I know exactly that number. No, you don't. I do. I'm not going to tell you that. You don't know it. It's against company policy. Do you know it or you know you could know it, but it would require you sending an email to find out? Uh, Same thing. <laughs> you don't know it offhand. All right. Uh, anything else outside the ring, SGG? No, I think we can move on to the highlights for the week. Dip, I'm going to let you start. You said you came in hot. You have lots you wanted to say. What's the thing that's most on your mind? It's just an overarching like angriness at the moment. Well, that's what you always have. So continue as you You don't like my overarching angriness? No, I didn't say I didn't like it. I said that's what you bring to the table. Bring it to the table. <laughs> Fine show. It's on the WWE Network. They should bring it back to By the way, I, I sometimes look. It's like getting farther away from us. Like it was 2017. Oh, yeah. it was, was that the last episode? Mm, I think it was the first episode. 2017. That was yeah. two years ago. We need to bring it back. Yeah. All right. Continue. What are you angry about no, I've just I, I've come to the conclusion in the last – more so than ever. And now like every single year I think that the build up to Mania is weaker than the previous year. And I know that it just started. But just think about this now. We have – Seven weeks, eight weeks. I think. Yeah, I think it's eight. Sixty days or something. Yeah, sixty-eight days. It was sixty-eight days on Monday. No, I think it was sixty-two days. Okay, whatever. And we have nothing. And the prop, the prop in my. I mean, I we have a few matches, which will be fine. And I think you know, Seth will win clean over Brock. I think Becky will win the title, and blah blah blah. And that's fine. And I'm I'm okay with that. But 
There is just a fundamental lack of storylines. I mean, there is literally nothing going on. The only real storyline right now that I can say one person is mad at the other person for a reason is Naomi and Mandy Rose. I mean, literally, and it's such an inconsequential storyline, but Naomi hates Mandy Rose because Mandy Rose is trying to sleep with Uso, the Usos. I mean, and that is – Jay Uso. And that a, is – A particular Uso, yeah. One Uso, yeah. And, and that is it. The there, other there, one wouldn't impact her in the same way. There's a reason. There is literally no – I mean, they'll build up into a storyline right now with Seth and, and, and Brock, but there's no reason for these people to dislike each other. Even Becky and Rhonda and Charlotte, it's great. It's the best thing that they have on television right Still now. Still no, no real impetus. They, but why are they mad at each other? Because they're all great? Is that the – I mean that is the storyline. These three are the big three and they're facing each other because they're big. Can somebody punch out Ric Flair? Can we can we get a reason for the, these people to hate each other? Yeah, I got to tell you, Dipperstein, this is why you're such a great addition to the, the show. I, I think it's a Th- – There's no – Reason, even the other, even the other night on Raw, and I watched it pretty intently, knowing that I was going to be doing this today. There, even um, Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre and Kurt Angle, these people don't have storylines. They're just people, and they're angry with each other because there's no one else left for them to feud with. People need to have a reason to dislike each other. And wrestling is not just about wrestling; it's about storytelling, and we have a the the, the it's. The biggest lack of it is now. There is literally no nothing to chew off. And I'll swing it back to what you were saying about Becky Lynch too. Even like um, her beef with the McMahons when um, like she attacked Stephanie because Stephanie told her to go to the doctor. And then she slapped Triple H because Triple H reminded her that she was suspended because she wouldn't go to the doctor. Like why Why are these, why le- are these such terrible requests? Unless Triple H and Stephanie are going to get involved in the match, Fine. But, but they're clearly doing this stone cold comparisons. She's slapping the boss. She's suspended. She's even walking out too. into the crowd. I mean, come on. She said on, on Tuesday, like, I don't trust you, but like, why? What reason have Triple H and Stephanie given you to not trust that's, them? That's exactly right. None. That's a good point. There's no, they're, they're saying I don't, right. At the perfect example, she doesn't trust Triple H. Why? What does that what mean? Do you, Triple do H do and do Stephanie have been putting her in, in a, main events for months. There's a story adjacent. I don't know between, what it is. Between, no, no, not there. You're right. Between, uh, uh, I'm going to call him what he does, what he should be called. Between Cien Almas and Rey Mysterio. Oh, I, that was my next point. There's story. At least there's story adjacent. There's a story adjacent. And but, let me tell you and something. The, the matches are so good that it, you don't care as much. But th- there is at least a little. But little. Could you story. imagine if you did care? And let me tell you something. That show's going to end up on the pre-show, and that is absurd. You think that, so? that match so. will end up on the pre-show? No, no, no. You're, no, you're, you're not going to do that. You know what I got to tell you? you that's going to be the wrongest take you have today. Okay, okay. Cien is so over with Vince McMahon. He was Final Four in the Rumble, dude. He's he's, he's over with me too. I got news for you. He's 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 on the main show. I hope so. It's Rey Mysterio. It's, it's for a, what title? Nothing. No title. Just the match. Yeah, I don't think they need a title. Fine. Yeah, maybe he can even go for his mask. I would love. A, I would love a mask match. Um, that would be that would be mage. I would love that. So. That there's at least a mini story there. Well, what's the story? That they're both Hispanic. They're both of Mexican descent. <laughs> um, Ray is an icon, and yeah, there's not much. Yeah, story. Ray is a false idol, and Thank Andrade you. is the idol. He's right. not a false yeah, idol. You can't even idol. make that argument. It's ridiculous. I mean, he should. I mean, since you want a storyline, we have to give you something. But they yeah, need what? 
I, I just blend into all my points. If you, that's good. That's that's how you do it. Yeah. Is Greg, we you... turn your phone off. The beeping is is. Is that my phone? It's one of your phones. It's that's my... probably Dip. It's probably the one who gets what? an email every eight seconds. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, it was Dip. Um, in in February, you accuse me first. This is what needs to happen. This is what needs to happen in the next month. That's, you know what? I apologize. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have happened. My I, fi- by the way, I had such a moment on my show of unfair racism towards me today where we had Killer Mike on. and I've known Killer Mike for 10 years. He's, he's come to my he, – he went to my apartment on 86th Street for an interview, pre-run the jewels. And our producer, Griff, yeah. who's black, made a comment during the interview because we said something. What do you think about Bernie running? And he goes, oh, Bernie didn't – Killer Mike goes, oh, Bernie didn't announce yet. And Griff goes, oh, no, he did a couple weeks ago. And Killer Mike goes, I talked to him three days ago. He hasn't announced. And I'm like, ah, congratulations. You played yourself to, to Griff. Right. And Killer Mike goes, don't let the white man come between us. And I went, <laughs> uh, wait. Isn't got- that exactly what he's doing? He was doing that though. He let Bernie come between him and Griff. That's a very good point. And all I but, – but, but what while, – while I'm all for black empowerment – you don't even know this guy. You don't, literally don't even know his name. And I'm now I just became the random white guy. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was it was wrong. What, what it was. It was wrong. Anyways, wrong um, Jays. Wrong Jays. <laughs> it is Black History Month. Um, I'm sorry, I cut us off. So you said it bleeds into the next point that you were going to make. It bleeds into the next point because at Elimination Chamber, they need to bring back Bray Wyatt. That's what they need to do. Well, it, he has so to hold on. How does that bleed into your next point though? Because then what would Bray Wyatt story? Because be? if they want to, okay, well. What what just happened on Sunday on on Tuesday? Did you watch Tuesday? Daniel Bryan is a face. The crowd was cheering Daniel Bryan. No, no, Daniel Bryan's a face in that city. They're doing yeah. it because that city, that state is like very green. It's I get his home it. State. But the That's more mage he-, he gets, the more face he is. You really think so? Yes. No, I, I, don't, know, think I don't think so. Think because so. if he tries that, it's in the a second southern, most wrong thing you said today. Yeah, I'm if, not wrong. I'm not. Tra- I know what I know. If he tries okay. that in a different state, it does doesn't hit as well. Like if he tries that in even New York, he city. never dissed the crowd when he was saying all the stuff about. No, no because he, didn't he knew the, the audience though. Like he knew that they agreed with what he was saying about. this. Well, then he made a mistake because now, the, uh, people don't even make the correlation. Uh, half the people. That he was in his home city. He said it though. He I said, know he said it, but people don't think like that. I think everyone. I think. I think with him in Seattle, it's very, very clear. These are the things that are in my heart right now. I understand, and you have the right to be wrong. Um, I don't think he's <laughs> becoming a face, but I do like. You're saying now that Eric Rowan's there out of nowhere. Um, I like it. No, I understand, but again, out of nowhere, you, it still speaks to your point of why. Where, right? How, right? But okay, they I'm could fine. have easily done some vignettes and put the two of them together for a reason. But that's that's always happened, I guess. The random heater that shows up, it happens. Um, but th- I mean, that stable needs to be a stable. Let we, him have a stable. Do something. But are you saying Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan? No, Bray Wyatt needs to join Daniel Bryan. Cost a- cost AJ the title or or, or but or, why though? Why like how does Bray Wyatt go from because cult, they both cult have beards like, and look disgusting? <laughs> that. Because they but they should be the look disgusting uh, staple. Uh, uh, LS, yeah, look disgusting. They're there. My God, it's look disgusting, and they look disgusting. I mean, Daniel Bryan looks like Moses. <laughs> he said look disgusting. He looks like LS. Moses. He, he's Moses Jace. He's praying to a golden god. You know, Dipperstein. You know, I think you know as much about wrestling as just about ever anyone I know, short of David Shoemaker. Mm-hmm. You he doesn't know anything. Like <laughs> you're you're now wrong for the third time in a row. What's third? You're t- and and what's the third wrong? The third wrong is that Bray Wyatt would come back after being gone for 
longer than I've been gone from WWE. Before but SummerSlam. He's been yeah, gone you're, for you're, seven months and he's going to come back. I know you're about to say. Oh, he's going to come back to second Daniel Bryan? That's sure. Not, no. But, okay. It's okay. impossible. But wait, don't second him. Be against him. Just incorporate but him now, into the, the world. Now you're making the exact opposite argument. That's, that makes I'm sense. I'm making the argument that he should be involved with Rowan and Daniel okay, Bryan. Okay. Now I, I'm for that. But that's what be, I was really making. It I mean, would be, it would be against Daniel Bryan and him and then the history he has with Rowan. Sure. Okay. Because right now, does Daniel Bryan, it's not going to be him and AJ Styles anymore. That has to be no, too much. No, they need to move away from that. You can't, you can't just have AJ Styles continue to lose. No. And who in that elimination chamber do they, do they put with Daniel Bryan at Mania? Because there's Orton, there's Joe. Um, Joe Jeff has Hardy. no storyline right now. Nothing. It's going to be Joe and Mustafa Ali. Well, by the way, are they doing three elimination chambers? Yeah. We're sure? They're doing a women's uh, tag. Which we could talk about in a second. There's a women's tag. Mm-hmm. There's the Universal. Have they mentioned Daniel Bryan? Yes. Daniel Bryan is yes. in the elimination Okay, it's, it's official. I didn't know the it's Universal. Official. Yeah, they did the, you know, they did the mock, they're all in the ring fighting each other. Oh, that, that, that Fakakta thing? Yeah, that Fakakta thing. They did that on Tuesday. Okay, right. Um, Look what happens when they're all in the ring. Oh, anything can happen. So, the, by the way, the Elimination Chamber coming after the Rumble, it's, it's got to go. It's got to stop. Agreed. Because you don't know who's going to be champion anymore. How can you pick a champion who may not be champion? Although Ronda won't have that issue. You ready for the next complaint? Sure. I love <laughs> These are all very interesting complaints. They created a women's tag division. And now they're just using all the women and throwing them together into tag teams. Yeah, I hate that. What the heck is this? It should be legit tag teams. Nikki Cross and Alicia Fox are not a tag team. No. They're just two people who are both crazy. Right. Is that a tag team? It has been before, but no. In in this case... Give me the jumping bomb angels. Give me the glamour girls. There you go. Okay? Now we're talking. These were tag teams. They looked alike. They dressed alike. They did tag moves. They had similar movesets. You have hold on. There, are the the only tag teams that exist are the Riot Squad. But well, no, I was going to say, to be fair, everybody that's in the Elimination Chamber is an actual team, except for Naomi and um, Carmella. Naomi and Carmella, that's, which, that's which, not a team. Which, by no. the way, it could work though. Yeah, they do go together, but it's they no. weren't a tag team. No, so got, I like when they separated. Boston Hug is a real tag team. Yep, I know, I but I just I don't I don't. Personally, recognize them as the tag team. Because you're, are you still disgusted about what happened with their storyline? So you're, you're still. Angry? I, I think it was repug at the highest level. I don't know that I've ever seen people's a storyline stop like that before. I don't know if I've ever ever seen it. You might be right. Where someone beats someone nearly to death. When Bailey beat up Sasha, she almost killed her. Yeah. And then they had a therapy session with Daniel Bryan and Kane's <laughs> yeah. therapist, and everything worked out. Um, Iconics are real. Iconics are a tag team. I mean, they can't. I, Tamina and, and Naya, I guess, are a tag team. Tag team and Jace, yeah. Tag team and Jace. They're all, it's all a tag team and Jace. Give it, put it on the Iconics. It'll never happen. No. They, they, I don't know that the Iconics can handle matches enough. Anyway, my point is they have, in my opinion, botched the tag division. And how do I not have the drop already? of the Iconics saying Mage in here? That, that's a disgrace. It's on a drop that I, I listen to it all the time. I need to put it in here. It's, it's my, I apologize. That's terrible. Bad job out of me. Are we forgetting anyone else who's in it? You said the Riot Squad, Nia Jackson, Tamina, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. Mandy, they're a tag team. Yeah, I guess. I guess they are. They came in together as a team, and uh, Paige and then, got injured, and they never really split up. Yeah, they're just kind of still a team. I like teams that look alike and sound alike and do the Agreed. same moves. Sorry, I'm I, a traditionalist. I understand which the Boss Hug connection they do have. Like even though 
their gear is it exactly the same? They have like the same exact schemes and patterns. Every no, they, they, they it, listen. They at least make sense. We may not like how they got there and that they forgot about their single storyline, but they're best friends. We understand that there's a long history. At least it makes sense. Mm-hmm. 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 So what else do you have? Next complaint. Um, He's scrolling. <laughs> I uh, I think we hit most of them. I just wanted to highlight. I think I highlighted this in the Jew World Order. The um, the only good thing about Jeff Jarrett coming in and wrestling are his punches. He has beautiful punches. You did, yeah, new appreciation for Double J's. He has got the best punches I've ever seen. And I will say, the with my baby tonight, enjoyable as well. You enjoyed that? Beautiful. Yeah. Voice of an angel. Okay. Um, they couldn't even get the, the gimmick guitar right last week. Yeah, I felt like it was just a real guitar that yeah. hit Elias in the back. <laughs> I, know. The, I felt right, so right, bad. By the way, they need to hit people over the head with the guitar. Okay. The back with the set, the setup back hit. Come on. I know. Hit, I know. They don't them over the head. I mean, head, nothing's going to happen. What are they worried? They're worried about one thing of blood coming over the guy's head? I think I they're don't worried know. about the concussions. And but the, from a gimmick guitar? It does seem weird, right? I'll hit you I over don't the know. head right now with what... a gimmick guitar and it won't even hurt. You won't even feel it. Yeah, no, no. I've had it happen a thousand times. It's nothing. Um, <laughs> Greg, what are your big takeaways from the week that was? Um, yeah, Dip hit on most some of the complaints. All right, well, let's like, wrap it up then. The Becky Lynch stuff like, no. just didn't make sense to me. Um, I did like... Leo Rush and Finn Balor's match on uh, on Monday though. Leo Rush is a very talented man. Yeah, he he really looked like a star, and I like that he did it without Lashley. Although somebody tweeted, I can't remember who it was, but it was like um, having the ref tell Lashley get to the back is uh, it's not how you want to start Black History Month. But uh, you know, I get it. He cheated. You got to get him away from ringside. Leo needed to establish himself, and I think he did. I mean, you know how I feel about this. What? No, Dip, please. Wow. You, I, I'm sensing something. Here. No. I, I, I'm I, sensing something. I'm sensing something. There's okay. something going on. <laughs> Maybe there is. There's something going on. I don't think there's, there's something, something going, going on. on. I, I, I don't think there's something going on. But if you feel if you feel that way, then I have something to say. There's something. Oh, I'm sorry. There's something going on. <laughs> Believe me. Believe me. Uh, uh, wow, you went back to your old Trump. You haven't done the Trump impression since 2016. I, I know. I know. Um, That's because we were all taking it for a joke. Uh, I know, and then it became real. You're hurting me. Um, uh huh. Okay. What is that guy? I love that. <laughs> What's that one? Uh huh. Okay. Let's see. Hold on. <laughs> the thought of eating it wow. would make me throw up. No, I like the uh huh. Okay. Hold on this. He's not a winner. Can you play that? I one? was so happy. Play the uh huh. Okay. I see. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Uh huh. I hear something. I bet Dip really enjoyed. If I know, if I know Dip, I bet there was one thing he really enjoyed on Monday. He sucks. <laughs> Here's the thing. He Here's- came out and retired, and then immediately had a match. Here's what I'll say. I I always liked Kurt Angle. I was always a, I was always a fan. You know how I feel about him recently. But here's the, here's the thing with Kurt Angle. Give him a storyline. I don't care about him wrestling and it's being an old guy wrestling. It's fine. But give him a storyline. Change him up a little bit. Do something with him. That was always how I felt about Hogan coming back. Remember when, when Hogan came back for WrestleMania, you just showed up and like... Hosted. Hosted. Yeah. Like, he's a huge star. Utilize him. Well, they were using him to pimp the network. That, that's not a nut. That's a waste. It's nothing. What like, is that? Same thing with Kurt Angle. Get him really – I mean, I guess they have him and Corbin sort of in a story. Come on, dude. But not enough. Come on, dude. 
So a, much, so much talent. Yes. So much talent. I know. But, I love how you you guys are like a high on Baron Corbin too. I mean, that is I'm not, I'm hilarious. Not, I, I wouldn't say I'm high on Baron Corbin. I, I like him more than I did. I think he this ge- time last year. I think he generates actual heat. I agree. Um, I don't. Ha- I don't. How many black button down shirts does he have? Yeah, I don't, tons. Where do you think he gets those? The, um, or is it just the one? Do you think it's just the one? No, no. He's got, he's got tons. No, many, many black button down. He's got, you yeah. think they're expensive? He's got as many black button-down shirts as Donald Trump had hamburgers at the Clemson celebration. <laughs> many, many hamburgers. Do you think many, many, many French fries. Do you think that the uh, wardrobe department fits him for the shirts or he has a brand that he goes to constantly that fits perfectly? He gets, I get the medium. It's very, very tight and it works. I don't know. Why is he still dressed like that though? That That annoys me a little bit. You're not the constable anymore. Nobody, you're done. It's because of the belly button. We already talked about this like a year and a half ago. Got a weird belly button? No, he was a constable a year and a half ago. He had corporate responsibilities. Now he's just like a worker bee again. Why are you still dressed like they're gonna, you're gonna get that? He's like corporate Kane. Yeah. yeah, but corporate Kane had, had a corporate job. job. He had a yeah, he's corporate Kane now. That's what he is, you know. <laughs> he is corporate Kane. Yeah. Um, so what you're saying is, I think we all agree, mm-hmm. there's a lack of storylines. There needs to be storylines. We need stories. Why did, why did, Savage hate Flair because Flair superimposed himself into pictures with Elizabeth and lied about having an affair. That is a story. Right. Okay. Let's see some stories. Papa Shango. Wow. Here we go. Papa Shango put spells on the Ultimate Warrior, which forced him to fall down in aching pains and vomit all over, you know, Sergeant Slur, whoever it was, Tony (laughs) Gurria in the backstage area. And and have you know black mucus falling from his forehead. That's a storyline. He was putting spells on him. Why? Sergeant Slaughter feuded with Hulk Hogan because he was a, an Arab sympathizer or an Iraqi sympathizer. And Hogan is the All American. That's a story. Can we see a story? I would love that. I think we're gonna get there after Elimination Chamber. I hope they don't. They can't even use. I mean, I, I feel like you know, you, know, bother, you know what bothers me the most. You want my number one complaint? Yeah, then my week? number of complaints. My number one complaint is your number of complaints. No, my number one complaint is what was the point of giving Alexa Bliss oh. the, the talk show? Okay, that was I was literally about to say that. It, it's I get it. She gets interrupted every week, but it's silly. She really is good enough to do a show. What they, use her totally? What what should have happened was Dozovic, okay, who was fun. I like him. Dozovic. Um, entered the you know entered the talk show the first time I thought it was hilarious. Make that a gimmick, dude. Like make it's funny. Have Dozovic always, pre, like always annoy Alexa Bliss during the show. But let her do the show. I know, but like, she's got to do the show though. The, every week it's just to set up other people fighting. I know that's that's not how like Piper's Pit worked, where it was like every single week other people came out and fought. Totally. Sometimes you just do an actual interview. Totally. You know, it's like she's always still. Alexa Bliss, the wrestler, and if you're going to utilize her in this way, you got to let the show have – like Ms. TV had an actual – it's a show. Do you think part of that is because with the with Ms. Oh, by TV, the way, Miz and Shane do have a story. Absolutely right. Miz and Shane have a story. I like the Miz and Shane stuff a lot. Big fan. And that, and by the way, talk about like Tag Team and Jace, that works for me. Be, well, they built Well, they it. had matching they, gear too. They that have, works for me. Oh, they, they built them from the beginning from Saudi Arabia. Was it Saudi Arabia or Australia? Whatever it was. It was Saudi Arabia. And they've, they've built it. Now they brought in Miz's dad. They, it's a story. Anything they have a the, story. I got any, anything that Miz does is great. Let's face it. As far as storylines and, and making, tel- making interesting television, he's the man. We could be in the middle of Miz country. You're running it right now. 
So do you think it ends with them having a match at WrestleMania? Yeah, they do. And I'm fine with it. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm fine with it as well. How yeah. do they get there, though? They turn on each other at Elimination Chamber. But We have Fastlane, too. There's Fastlane also. When would they – I mean, how would the turn go down? You think they lose the championships and then somebody blames the other one? Probably. One of those deals? Not just a blatant intentional betrayal? Where, I would love a blatant intentional where betrayal. Where Miz, Miz, just completely, Miz just completely turns on him and is like – I'm the st- I'm the greatest in the world. Well, not like, you. You think I need you think you think I need you to make my father proud of me? You know? like or Miz's dad says something about Shane and gives him like one more compliment, and then it drives Miz up the wall like with jealousy. Yeah, or like something. my dad likes you more than me or whatever. I would love that. That's fun. I I, I could I could deal with that. Although I sort of would like heel Shane. Mm. I just think Shane is such a heel these days. Like I, I it's not. God, it's like I, I thought he looked so. Big the other day, and then I'm like, oh my god, this guy can move around still. It's crazy. No, Shane can still move, but the match quality is helped by having the Miz there. Um, I don't know what kind of match they'd have. I think they do it. I think they'd have a good match. So, who does Daniel Bryan face for the title at Mania? What's going to be there? What's going to happen? If it's not going to be AJ Styles, do you think it will be at the end of the day? What about Samoa Joe? I'm fine with that, but it's not. I don't think it's going to be him. Samoa Joe is like. Definitively a mid Carter, which is crazy. Uh, it's, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Him, Finn Balor, Shinsuke, Rusev. I mean, it just a, it's a it's a pool of Schmageggy land right and, now. And yet they're so talented. All of they're them. all the they're all amazing. Look what they've done to that whole generation of NXT people. <laughs> yeah, Bobby, Bobby Roode. Roode. Bobby Roode is like what? What is that? At least he's got a matching. He's a tag team champion. Right? I know, but it and doesn't got mean a, anything. He's got a matching tag team partner. That division is uh, is is pitiful right now. Tag division on Raw. Mm-hmm. You know I love AOP, and they're you know we, the hurt. Usos are the Usos should have been on Raw six months ago. They're on SmackDown, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Usos should have been there long. Do you like heavy time. machinery? Are we, are we, are we, are we, are I we like okay heavy machinery, machinery, but yeah, I, cool I think I think Otis is the star, and um, the sooner they separate them, like the sooner he can be be big time. Because I, I see him as a guy who can work. A babyface gimmick, even like a heel. I could see like a psychotic heel out of out of Otis. There are no powers of pain. No, not I mean, not even close. Let's face it. They're more uh, natural disasters. They're like a better version of natural disasters. I'll say that. Yeah, I'm telling you, you got to watch these '92 superstars. I can't wait till they go back I'm to too, like '88, '89. I'm, I'm oh too God. I'm too deep in my legends of wrestling. I watched a few of them. They're phenomenal. Aren't Re- they? I really like them. I really like them. I, I can't believe how loose they are. The cigar smoke blowing everywhere. I can't everywhere. believe the cigar smoke. If you if you if you pay attention, if you if you watch close enough too, Jr. and Pat Patterson smoking cigarettes. You can catch. You can every once in a while it cuts back and like they don't show Jr. just straight pulling a cigarette. Yeah. But if you cut back, you'll see him ashing the cigarette in his ashtray. It's phenomenal. It's crazy how much because uh, you know we are very very lucky and we get to see these people up in person up at, you know many times during this year and like over the years and. I can't believe how much some of them have aged in the last 10 years, since 2006, 2007. Oy. Although, I'll tell you what, Pat Patterson looks the exact same. You think so? I think so. I think so, too. Yeah. He's still the man. Um, the, the le- I, I got it. Actually, you know what? Male. When they talked about who was the biggest pains in the asses, that was a good episode. You see that one? Yep. Yeah. Let me see. I got an email about that today. Um uh, Rob wrote me, Hey Pete, thanks for 
Thanks for switching me on to, I think be putting me on to, but switching me on to Legends of Wrestling on the network. Easily the best thing on there. Cheers, Rob. It is very, very good. I'm a big, big fan. We didn't talk about my Mage Rumble party. Oh, yeah. Tell us about your Mage Rumble party. There was, there was no party like this Rumble party. Okay. It was wall-to-wall marks in Dipperstein Towers. It was Wolfpack confirmed. Any marks that these people would know, the listeners? We, uh, I, I, can I reveal the, uh, I mean, it was <laughs> your party. You know. It, I'll tell you, uh, any Smarties bu- marks, regular <laughs> kids, nerds, jocks. Well, everyone but jocks. It was, it was, the, my highlight was, um, was Dante Chang, um, who's the man who owns Flashback on Melrose, who's an unbelievable. I, uh, Dante guy. was there. Yeah, Dante came. Dante I like, I like him a lot. Anybody who was anyone was there, okay? And that's that. <laughs> All right. Come on. Get real. And, uh, and uh, Dante and Ted were sitting next to each other. Ah, wrestling for sale. Yeah, two two guys who know something about throwback merch. Two behemoths in, the, in retro merch of the of the wrestling merch industry. Ted sent me two a, Titans. Ted sent me a wonderful gift this week. Shout out to at wrestling for sale. Sent me a wonderful the classic Monday Night Raw jacket with the little WWF in the yeah, corner. A gorgeous Monday Night Raw on the, the a beautiful inside. garment. It's a beautiful garment. And the inside had the WWF logo. That's right. right. It's, it's reversible if you want to wear it that way. Whatever your preference. I brought one T-shirt to uh, <laughs> to New York. Uh, Monday Night Rosenberg. <laughs> yes, of course it was. Um, um anyway, but uh, I'm telling you, it's the place to be. And, well, you didn't name anyone else. I don't want to. That's private. You named two people. Yeah, it's private. That's enough. Dante Chang and Ted are enough. Well, what did they do? You said you named two people and you said they sat next to each other. Well, this no, doesn't sound like a great party. It was just you got the three of you. It guys was like the, the Twin Towers. I mean, it was. It was <laughs> You know, it was. You know who else was there? I heard rumor. Another man who's been waiting anxiously with anticipation. His name is Jeff Harvey. Hardy. Was Jeff Harvey there? Confirmed. There's a lot of people. I'll tell you right now, there's a lot of people I didn't know. So maybe Jeff Harvey was there. There could have been someone named Jeff Harvey. Jeff Harvey could have been there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Are we forgetting anything? Oh, yes. We have not mentioned Dean Ambrose jobbing out to EC3. So Dean is, is Dean just going to get his ass kicked every week? Hopefully not. I think so. I mean, but hopefully not. But that's, I mean, clearly what's happening. They're punishing him. I don't think they're punishing him, but, um. You don't think so? Having the rookie come in and just knock him out cold? But this is exactly what's gonna happen, though. Every single thing that happens to him, people are gonna overanalyze and be like, oh, this is clearly a sign of XYZ. Even like Daniel Bryan, right? When he skipped Crown Jewel, and then he lost the next match the next week on SmackDown, or it might have been like the week before. And people are like, punishment, punishment, right? And then he's been the WWE champion since. Championship. So you just never know. I'm gonna try not to like overanalyze it and see what happens. The man is wearing so much shearling. I don't even know what to say. I heard a rumor this week that's not true. I heard a rumor that Renee was leaving with Dean Ambrose. That's not anywhere, is it? I have no idea. Some random person said that to me, and I looked it up and saw nothing of it. He's not CM Punk. Like he's not gonna drag her out of there with him. AJ lasted like five minutes after CM Punk left. You know What's how I, she doing now? You know how I feel about AJ Lee. You know how I feel about CM Punk. I think AJ Lee is one of the most one of the most overrated <laughs> women in professional wrestling. Not that she was bad, but we used to talk about this all the time. Yeah. I just never. She was too tiny to be taken so seriously. She she was good on the mic though. It would be like she was. That's and what she, and that's what it was. And she had good characters too. And her being crazy was good. But like. It would be like Zelina Vega being taken like completely seriously as like a dominant wrestler. It's just I and I love Zelina, but she's a character. It's and not I'll, that she's I'll dominant. I'll say wrestler. this too. This is gonna sound sort of sort of blasphemous and slanderous, but looking back, I feel like you were right about that because when you look at the next class of women 
Thank you. That came in right behind her. They would have rolled all, all over AJ Lee. Like, she wouldn't have been in the conversation. And yet at that time, good. at that time, every single smarkety smark, smarky smarks, they all were obsessed with AJ Lee because they loved the fantasy that she was like a comic book nerd and a wrestling nerd. And I get it. It's a good character, but I always thought from a wrestling standpoint. And never, Natty too. She wasn't better than Natty. Now, by the way, we should mention, um, uh, fighting with my family comes out what next week? Yes, February fourteenth. And um, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, I think it looks pretty good. Tip, you haven't seen it, have you? No, but I am rooting for it a hundred percent. We're gonna. I have, see I have it some this dear weekend, friends right? that had a lot to do with that movie, so yes. I'm rooting for it for sure. We're gonna we're gonna go see it this week. You're seeing it tomorrow? Yes. What what time's the screening tomorrow? Six. There's a screening tomorrow, Dip, if you want to go see it, um, and I'm going to see it on Saturday. I cannot, but um, I will definitely go. Maybe I'll bring uh, every person that was at my Royal Rumble party. To a special – I don't know. I think it looks pretty good. I think there's some – I think there's some good actors in it. I love Stephen Merchant. I, Same. I, I'm, uh, I'm sort of excited remember to see when it. We, remember when we saw Stephen Merchant uh, – Oh, I popped so big. Two and a half years ago. Or was it Dallas? Half, three, was it three years ago? Three years ago at NXT, and we're like – you know, I, I introduced you. Yeah. Stephen Merchant. Yep. And, and I, then, I made him do a drop for Alexa. I made him say, Augie, 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 oink, oink, oink. <laughs> I made him do a gimmick from the office. I was that guy. And he, uh, and we were like, what are you doing here? He's like, I, I can't, you know. I'm I, working I, on a project. I can't yeah. tell you, you know, uh-huh. sorry. I'm working on something, you know, yeah. related to something. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm here for research. I think Man, we, I think we know what he was doing now. Yeah. yeah. Apparently so. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, mentioned EC3. You mentioned – you didn't mention the EC3. They All he does – the best thing about EC3 is that he's great on the mic and so far they haven't let him talk. It's crazy. Well, yeah. We'll see if that changes. By the way, um, what do you think of Worlds Collide? I didn't see it. Perfect. What about you, Greg? <laughs> I thought it was really good. Yeah, I thought it was okay. What do you – when did you watch that? I, I got time on my hands. Yeah, it's, oh my it's, been, it's been a while, dude. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. Um, Velveteen wish. Dream won. I love Velveteen Dream. Yeah, and he came up and had just picked up an ar- arbitrary storyline with uh, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, he said he's going to challenge him for the North American Championship yes. on last last night. He decided NXT. he's not interested in the big NXT Championship. Right. He prefers the North American Championship. Did he say that like as a gimmick? No, he just said he had no interest in Tommaso Ciampa. He's only interested in going one on one for the North American Championship. I uh, it's that's starting to irk me. I got to <laughs> tell you what. Because what are they going to do? There's no dinal, de, like, blah, blah, blah. there's no delineation between who is a who is like A and B, who's you know in in NXT. I, no one. I love NXT. You mean because of those I titles? I haven't seen World's Collide yet, but I am a huge fan. Yeah, there's like no delineation between who is a main eventer and who is not now in the top tier of NXT. But isn't that isn't that a good thing though? That's a, I feel like that's a good problem to have. No, you know how I feel about Intercontinental and heavyweight. There should be a delineation. Some people are mid carters. Some people are main carters. Uh, no, I, I think headliners. I, I think everybody being great makes the championships great. Because when you think about it too, like right WrestleMania six, Ultimate Warrior walked in with the Intercontinental Championship. The, the one time it was great. The one time. No, they had a lot of. They had a couple of times. Even like um, RVD was pretty huge when he had the Intercontinental Championship and ended up feuding with Triple H, who had the World Championship. Yeah. He lost it. They ended up unifying my it. dark years. But, you, but <laughs> if you I, if 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 you were the kind of jack wagon who made one of those fake "Make America Great Again" hats, you could make one that says "Make the IC Title Great Again." I wouldn't wear a red hat with white lettering on. I it. And I, <laughs> I so I, I prefaced it the way I did it for a reason. But I'm saying that would be a good. That is something that needs to be made great again. 
Although maybe you feel, of course, Greg feels like no, sure Bobby Lashley. It's great right now. Yeah. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, I'm trying to decide if there's anything else from the actual shows that we didn't talk about. There's five hours of. Well, we don't need to talk about everything then if it's not. But I will say this though. Bugenhagen on NXT. I, I'd never heard of this guy before. I don't mm-hmm. know where he came from, mm-hmm. but I am a huge fan. I don't know if you guys saw NXT last night or watched it. I all. haven't watched it yet. So far, I mean, it was a quick match he had with Drew Gulak. I think the match was all right, but like his entrance. Oh, wait, he's the guy who tapped to Gulak. Yes. The entrance was phenomenal. And then he yeah. did an encore of his entrance. Oh, and you like the guitaring. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, he does. Performance. He, he's like talking about 205? No, oh, this is NXT. He, oh. pl- he plays air guitar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I saying? If, yeah, if yeah, they yeah. let him perform at Mania as like a musical act, but playing air guitar, I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it. It'll be better than Pitbull. And I'll tell you what, Riddle. <laughs> they made a sit through Pitbull. It's a great point. More than once, I think. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, if you haven't watched it, I know I watched a lot this week, guys. Everyone's very impressed. Riddle and Gulak was really good too. Yeah. Riddle and Gulak had a really and good it, match. It wasn't big, supposed big to be a market. submission match, but like it ended up being them trying to go for the submission. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm I'm pretty into Riddle too. He's the man. Are you kidding? He's incredible. Yeah, he's that whole the whole roster is awesome. I'm a fan of everyone, which we, is why they can't delineate between like an A guy and a B guy. They don't need that title. Okay, I, I just say you know the, my one problem is I don't understand why Kyrie Sane needs to the, the pirate thing. I don't. I don't I get agree. it. I don't. I, like I don't get it. Looking, she looks. I, I, it's the weirdest. I mean, why did she wear a monocle? It's the. It's the weirdest. Yeah, a monocle would be a nice touch. The, it's the weirdest. You should suggest the mon. Suggest that. Talk to someone. Week. Yeah, I would like to see a monocle. I mean, you're right. I guess I don't know because they make characters such a big thing down there, and like she just wears a pirate. I, I'm so confused. I just maybe someone can explain it to me. I, I don't understand it. I love Kyrie Sane. She comes down with a crab cake, eating a crab cake. Looking, she's eating seafood only. Yeah, or or a fishing rod. Yeah, like uh, mm, that's good. Or, or or like um, what about like um, like a floaty? What are those things they have on on boats? Like the star thing that's on the front of a boat. An anchor. Ah, an anchor. Yeah, she like drags an anchor. <laughs> she's <laughs> when she's, a really heavy one. When she's heels, she, she can oh. drag the anchor. Drags. Yeah. Oh, she's got her anchor again. Hold on, wait. It takes her twenty minutes to bring it to the ring. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, you know that's. I, I don't disagree with a lot of your complaints, Dip. But what uh, do we have? We have we have some good stuff. Okay, we have we have Daniel Bryan and the new belt. Love it. Hilarious. Well, funny. It's good. not a belt. It's a title. Big fan. Uh, love the new title. I love. The, Seth, I'm, I, I I actually am interested in Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. But like, what? I mean, I am not, too because I why. love Seth Rollins. There's not a why necessarily, but I am just interested. Um, I'm definitely interested. I think Seth is going to beat Lesnar clean. I do as well. You think so? I think Lesnar's going to be the guy who who walks in and out of WrestleMania having beat each member of the Shield and then, like, has Paul Heyman use that as a talking point to drive storylines into SummerSlam. Do we see Roman Reigns help Seth Rollins beat Brock, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? No. I don't think we see Roman for a while. Okay. Um, do we see John Cena? That's a big question. Yeah. Well, somebody emailed... And um, suggested that we see John Cena. I think the answer is yes. In the Daniel Bryan storyline, and that he's the one who uh, who ends up going after that uh, that WWE championship. There's uh, sports with non predetermined outcomes on the television. I you don't even understand. I don't even, I don't even know what's going on. Uh, what's going on? It's still real to me. Damn it. <laughs>
Uh, is there any mail this week? Yes, we have to get into the mailbag. We have some contest winners. Did, did I send you in all the winners? Um, yeah, I think so. You sent me some, I but I, I, have, I have five. Because there were so many. Yeah, there's a lot that came in. A lot of people wanted to – did they have questions too or they just wanted the <laughs> – The ones that didn't have questions was just like pick me. I kind of didn't really I'll, – I'll, I'll hit one real quick. M- m- yeah, m- I flagged m- them m- too, m- so they're right there. Well, here's Imitaz who says to Greg and Greg, seeing the six-man brawl after the last takeover, what if those guys were all put into an elimination chamber match? Both titles could be up for grabs. Whoever pins uh, Ciampa and or Gargano um, is the new champ. If they're the last two remaining, they keep their titles. Could lead to DIY working together and the potential for a huge double cross with three left. You also know this match would steal the show. Love the pod. I've been down since day one-ish. Enjoy, but don't play yourselves. Emi, United Kingdom. Uh, no, they're not going to ha- We don't need another chamber match. That, yeah. That's the reason. I, I mean, I, I, I like the idea. But I already think if they do three chamber matches, that's a lot of chamber matches. If there was and blood, not, we wouldn't not, be saying that. There's not three. There's just two right now that they announced. So wait, there's only a SmackDown one and a Raw and a women's tag. Yes. There's okay. no Universal announced. Right. No. Right. Right. And right. I don't think Brock would show up for Elimination Chamber anyway. I don't think. Oh, we're that's see. so. That's, I had it backwards. Got it. I knew there was only. I knew there was one missing. That's odd. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see Brock in the Elimination Chamber. So you think there's no appearance from Brock at Elimination Chamber? Mm, yeah. No. So what does Seth Rollins do at Elimination Chamber? Seth Rollins just be happy he doesn't get his ass beat by Brock. He'll probably face Dean again. Yeah, but what do the main card, you know, top of the card men do at Elimination Chamber? Who knows? Uh, from Raw. Who knows? They hang out. I mean, SmackDown's had to deal with that problem for a few years. But, um, um, All right. I got one. I got a contest winner. Mail. Jake Martin, congratulations. It says, fellas. With the WWE Championship at Mania in question, would you agree Samoa Joe makes the most sense to challenge Daniel Bryan? Sure, it's a heel versus heel match on paper, but few can go toe-to-toe with the new Daniel Bryan on the mic. Joe proved last Tuesday he's operating on a different level, so it'd be easy for him to build intrigue with their war of words. Plus, it would give the hardcore fans another Indie Darling Championship match. Fingers crossed it delivers better than AJ Knock. Thanks, Jake Martin. I'm taken aback by how anticlimactic your reading of the emails are. I know. I'm, 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 I'm asleep. Can you? I'm, I'm yawning over the, here. Have you not, have Greg, I'm trying to keep it professional here. <laughs> Just trying to keep it professional. Do what I do. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I would love to see Samoa Joe versus Daniel Bryan, but I don't, I don't like the heel versus heel dynamic. Is what makes me think we don't. I don't think that. Samoa Joe. If Samoa Joe came out and interrupted Daniel Bryan, he ain't a heel. Agreed. Yeah, but Samoa Joe didn't interrupt Daniel Bryan though. Daniel Bryan actually interrupted Samoa Joe. No, but if they did it the right way, there's still time. If you wanted yeah, yeah. to do it that way, you could have really babyface Samoa Joe against Daniel Bryan. I mean, by the way, Samoa Joe is babyface. I mean, he, he is. Everyone loves he's him. He's babyface. Like they, there's no such thing. He is. They're all baby. Listen, face. it's great. He makes a great living. I've never heard Joe complain about anything. He just has fun. Yeah. But it's a waste. Yeah. What, I, his, how he's it, been? How he's been utilized? Oh, I yeah. do want to see him with this championship. Uh, uh, even if it's not a championship, just in something. How would important. they repackage Joe though? There's nothing to repackage. Yeah. You just need to use him right. Yeah. He's mage. I know. He, he never does anything mage. 
You don't have to convince me on Joe. I'm a big yeah. fan. I know, he's, and he's also maybe my, one of my favorite people in the whole company. So let me let me try this again. Let me try this again. Okay, we're mail. Two listeners emailed the same similar questions, and uh, they they came in for the contest. So I'm going to give it to both of them, Bo Jones and Stephen Blake. And um, Bo's email reads, Peter, what are you and SGG's opinion of the current title design in WWE? And also, what would you think of an introduction? of another mid-card title, such as a television title on each brand if the brand split does end to help some people not be buried on the bloated roster. And now I want to hear what Dip has to say about it was, this. It was actually. better, but still. You're hurting me. What's the, what's the question? You fell asleep again. Yeah. Oh, come on. Is Dip even here? Is he even here? What? He, what? Um, um, another another title? Another mid-card title? Yeah. No, a television that, title. I think there's enough titles. Specifically. Uh, if there's a t- everyone has a title. I hate a lot of titles. I hate it. Too many titles. Yes, I want. There should be a world heavyweight championship. There should be an intercontinental tag team. That's it. End of story. The U.S. The TV. The tag. The the women's tag. The, it's ridiculous. Nah, I, the way I feel about I, it, the women's tag is fine, especially if they're going. Yeah, sorry. if they're going to separate SmackDown and have them on Fox, leave a mid card title on SmackDown. Have one mid card title stay on Raw. If you want to make a mid card title for the women to have one for SmackDown, one for Raw. How many titles That's a can lot we have? No, but then, but then, like I mean, one to, world champion, one tag team oh, champion, okay, got it. Oh, yeah. one women's champion, uh, okay, one women's tag team champion. Fine. And let those float on both shows. I that think there I should like. be one that champion like. for the whole company. It's That's professional it. wrestling. Remember that. Oh. But uh, that's a good point, Greg. If you did it like uh-huh. that, okay. If you did it like that, hold on. You mean... <laughs> I see. I thought that uh-huh. was the drop. Uh, I see. I thought that was. Uh-huh. I see. Uh huh. Want to keep trying, Dip? I see. Uh huh. I see. Uh huh. It's getting closer. Okay. Um. Yeah, I like Greg. If you do it that way, I like it. Where you 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 unify those bigger titles, and then you have other mid card titles. But male. Hey guys, one of the things I uh. Uh, let's see. Phil writes it. Hey, guys, one of the things I always appreciate about your show is your honest assessment of the world of professional wrestling, and your comments on Chris Jericho really reflected that. I love Y2J. But then, listening to his podcast, you realize that he's never shy about praising himself or giving himself more credit than he deserves on the regular. After the Royal Rumble in 2017, he claimed he was the 62-minute man in the match, but he spent almost half the time laying down on the mat or hanging outside the ring. He bragged about him and Kenny Omega having a five-star match in New Japan. But let's face it, we all know Dave Meltzer is biased anyway, because it's the same match that happened in WWE. It would have only gotten three stars. From Phil. Well, listen. I'm not going to attack Y2J any more than I already did last week. Um, Y2J is an all-time great. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, and he also sometimes needs to relax. Sometimes he just needs a schwimmer da na every once in a while. I'm a big – I'm a fan. I mean I don't know what this well, is. Well, no. He's mage. He's yeah. mage. But is but he as mage as he will tell at you? At this point, he still thinks that he's in the conversation of best in the world and he's not. I will tell you that I do feel that Chris Jericho is like a like a – Controversial. He's become like a controversial wrestling person now. I think that's part of his shtick that he's doing. Yeah, which is uh, are you, I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm fine with it. But do you believe he's one of the best wrestlers in the world today? Come on, you know the answer. <laughs> that that that's my point. No. So that's the only thing you you have to recognize the place that you're in. Uh huh. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. I see. Uh huh. I see. <laughs> but I don't want to mention this too much because then I'll have another awkward run in when I see him at WrestleMania. 
He'll say something to me at the bar like, hey, what's up, hack? He's not going to be there. But you were nice. That's true. That's true. Yeah, he won't be there. I can say whatever there. I want. Mm-hmm. I wish I could tell you guys the last thing that he said to me at Raw 25. I, you know you know the story. I do. I it's do. unbelievable. I would not tell that story. I though. can't tell the story. No, you can't tell. It's, un, it's an, one day down the road, I will tell it. It is an. Un, do you know the story? I do not know of the what story. he said to me at Raw 25? I do not know When the we story. eat delicious chicken, we will, uh, after this. No, turn will, off the mics. I'm going to tell you. Hold on. Turn off your mic. You see your mic over there? What do I do? Push your off button. Will it go back on? Yeah, just push off. All right, you guys both got your mics off? Yeah. All right, leave it off. All right. He saw me backstage, and he sees what I'm wearing, and he comes up to me and goes, <laughs> you can turn your mic back on. I did hear this story. I forgot. You can't say that. <laughs> Anyways. He's an all-time great, though. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. You just got to relax. <laughs> this was World 25, right, last year? Yeah. Hey, listen, I, 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 I'm not in the business anymore. I have no heat with anybody. That is not where I live anymore. But Y2J, he seems to be the kind of guy who enjoys the heat. Why are you not in the, what is that? Don't say you're not in the business anymore. No, no, of heat? Of having, I, you know, I don't like having real life, you know, I don't, dip cover yours. I don't like having real life heat with people. But at the same time, if he feels away. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I see. Uh-huh. I could have added this if I really wanted to up it a notch. He's not a winner. <laughs> but I didn't go that far. All right, uh, Greg, you got one? Yes. Male. Contest winner, Frank Peterson. To hype up the first ever women's main event of WrestleMania, do you think the WWE would consider bringing Ronda Rousey with The Rock in her corner versus Becky Lynch with Stone Cold Steve Austin in her corner to get more mainstream publicity? I love the idea, but at the same time, I don't know if the story needs it. Or if it would take some luster from an all women's main event. Who uh, who said that? Frank Dog. It doesn't matter what your name is. Mm. I got news for you. Yeah, that was it definitely it. needs it, and that would no. be made. No. Hell no. Ju- you think it needs it? It's everything needs something. Nah. Add anything into the mix. <sighs> Give mi- them rakes to beat each other. Oh, with. I love a rake. Okay. Big rake match. <laughs> I'll take anything. It's a rake and leaves match. Um, I'll take anything. Here's the thing. Would it be awesome? Yes. However, they will not do it because as part of the women's evolution, them utilizing two famous men to get it over can't do it. Yeah. I, that is true. And I, I, why not make it in the triple threat and have Charlotte have flair in her court? I mean, you, you yeah. can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then matter, as a matter of fact, you know what happened? Well, what would happen is if the women stepped out of the ring for a second, the crowd would start cheering that they'd rather watch the men wrestle. <laughs> you can't do that. I, I, that's true. I didn't think about that, but, um, I think that they need But they'd be wrong, by the way, because the men would be terrible compared to what Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda can do. The the men at this point, I'm sorry. In all seriousness, they need to have Stephanie McMahon as the special guest referee of that match. They need to have um, her, like, fast count for Ronda. Have Ronda become the heel champion and have Stephanie or Triple H or whatever, or Stephanie just be the mouthpiece for Ronda. Going forward. I agree. That would be great. And then Becky can truly be Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's exactly right. And then the heat, you know, Becky can feud with Ronda into, (laughs) into oblivion whenever, whenever Ronda leaves. And, uh. Week after WrestleMania. And, uh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm making that up, but. And that's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen. That should happen. And that, that should be in the build up to Mania or, or at Mania. They'll never, they'll never pull a twist like that at Mania. God forbid. Hey, Hey, SGG, do you have black power rankings? I do have black power rankings. 
and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black. And then number three, um, I touched on it a little bit before. I'm going to do Leo Rush because, I, like I said, I really enjoyed that match he had with uh, Finn Balor. He's tremendous in Rain the Leo Rush. He is. And it was it – was He's inter- tiny like a child. He's the eight-year-old. It was interesting seeing uh, – Is that what I said, eight-year-old or seven-year-old? It's young. He looks young. It, it, was, it was the name of an episode. I can't remember. I think it was seven-year-old piece ago. Okay. But it was interesting seeing Finn Balor look like Brock Lesnar next to somebody, which is what he looked like next to Leo Rush. But, um, yeah, it all worked and everything, the way he hit his moves – uh, the things he did when they weren't wrestling to work up the crowd, um, right down to the end, I think he looked he looked made. So he's coming in at number three. In at number two, the Velveteen Dream. All right, Mage, the winner of the World's Collide tournament, earned the right to challenge for any championship he wanted on any of the brands uh, between Two Hundred Five Live, NXT UK, and the NXT proper, and he chose the NXT North American Championship. Which um, it'll be interesting to see what actually happens with that, but. For now, it looks promising, and so I'm going to go with him at number two. Um, a Black History Month legacy pick. Oh, I love it. The Nation of Domination. Ah, oh, they deserve it. Yeah, this group, um, they really don't get enough credit for how, no pun intended, but dominate, dominating they were. They were major. Yeah, um, and when you think about who was in the group, it's like it's almost like a who's who of black wrestlers in WWE. You uh, have, excuse me, and... And Samoan, is that what you're going to nope. say? And Owen Hart. Thank you, the Black Heart. <laughs> also, don't forget about Chains. But, I mean, but think about it though, right? <laughs> In the Nation of Domination, you had Ron Simmons, who was the first black um, world champion That's right. recognized ever. This was in WW, WCW. Um, Ahmed Johnson was the first black intercontinental champion. And then when he got injured, he was replaced by The Rock, who's the first and only, so, so far, only black WWE champion. And he's held that belt eight times, but then there was also Mark Henry, D'Lo Brown, Eurocontinental champion. Sorry, I got to interrupt you. It's not a belt. It's a title. It was, it was a belt back then. They called, it, it, sure. they called it a belt back then. Um, but yeah, Nation of Domination's going in. You're right. There, it's, there are some major names there. Um, and in the number one, Jay Lethal, who broke the record Here we this go. week for longest cumulative time as ROH champion. He just passed Samoa Joe. Really? He's at 649 days. Samoa Joe's one and only reign was 645 days, so Jay Lethal just passed him. And if he's able to defend the title successfully one more time, he's going to pass Nigel McGuinness and Daniel Bryan. The three of them are tied at 38 with most defenses so far. I got to tell you. So go, Jay, go. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I haven't seen Jay in a long time. I see. Uh-huh. We used to be very cool. Uh, I'm sure we still are. I just haven't seen him in years. That makes me very happy. And I really hope that when I think it's just too late, like Samoa Joe or whoever it is, he ends up in WWE. He's so mage, Jay Lethal. Oh, you, yeah. you were the, you, by I, way, I put you onto him. You, you, you had never seen I the Flair stuff. I didn't know it. I didn't know the Flair stuff in TNA. When he – the fact that you can utilize him on his own and with all his impersonations – there's so much to do with him. I just can't see how they wouldn't see it. I, I, I Maybe now, after this long a run on top at ROH, they would. Yeah, He's probably, what, in his mid-30s? Late-30s now? I think mid. I think mid. I think he's I, like I 35. Hope he's le- I hope so, because uh, he's phenomenal. He's lethal, 100%. Yeah, he's confirmed lethal. Um, guys, we got to put a bow on this thing. Mm. There's wrestling to watch and chicken to be eaten. I like delicious chicken. Now oh. it's time to say goodbye. 
So uh, everybody stay mage. Uh, enjoy your weekend. And we'll be back next week. Dip, it's always a pleasure. Stay mage. Mage. Major. Oh, yeah. Um, stay mage. Enjoy yourself. Am I forgetting anything? No, that's it. All right. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I think I just heard Greg's stomach grow. Yeah, it's time. Let's do I it. I like a delicious chicken. Let's do it. You're here. I'm here. Let's do this. I'll turn your mic on.